it's time to get geared up with GeekWire's weekly tech and gadget show. Here are your hosts, Todd Bishop and Andrew Edwards. Welcome to Geared Up from GeekWire and Gear Live. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We've got a ton to talk about this week on the show. Apple had some, some I think, some relatively significant announcements, yep. especially on the software side. Uh, we've got a new app from Apple that's going to be competing with Snapchat and some other big social apps mm. out there, but also... Some new iPads that I think might have underwhelmed Andrew. So, <laughs> well, before we go there, yes, exactly. what, what do you think of this right here? Yeah, this look is at those the, two uh, guys. Andrew's pointing out our, our yeah. new logo. If you subscribe uh, to the podcast very soon, we're going to have it a very a dedicated, geared up podcast feed that right. you'll be able to subscribe to. So stay tuned for details on that. Subscribe but this to is, it. Share with your friends. Yep, your is, favorite podcast. That's right. This is sort of a teaser of what the podcast art initially will be. It's still a work in progress. We're right. talking about how to improve it. But, By the uh, way, yes. Um, so this past week, there was the GeekWire Bash. Yes. And there was Galaxar. We kind of talked about that last week as well. Um, and at both events, multiple people came up to me and said they love geared up wow which i was shocked by i don't know i'm always shocked when people come up to me in real life yes but that was really cool to hear like that's people awesome. are actually out there listening and enjoying the show so thank you everybody out there for your support that's great and i would like to give a shout out to the animation the the caricature artist for giving me my hair back <laughs> I, right for, i did not actually ask for that for the record oh, that, okay fair enough <laughs> and uh he really made my beard smooth too by the way i don't have that that good of a beard like almost like a villain. If you're listening, like if you're listening on the podcast and wondering what we're talking about, you'll see it soon. <laughs> yes, the, you will. In the podcast. Feed. All right, iPads. So, yes. So new iPad. the The headline was probably the 9.7 inch mm-hmm. iPad. Essentially, the new one replacing the former iPad Air two. If yes. I understand this, that's correct. And it seems like the big change here is the price. The iPad Air 2 has been selling at a entry level price of 399. Right. And Apple dropped the price of this corner of its iPad portfolio to 329, which for is the 9.7 pretty interesting. Inch. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you think of that? I think it's interesting. So, there's a couple things going on here. Um, at first glance, we have a new iPad that's now just called iPad. It's not iPad Air Pro whatever. It's just iPad. 9.7 inches. It's got the A9 processor instead of the A8X processor of the iPad Air 2. Um, so it's it's more powerful and it's cheaper, 329 So you now they dropped the price by $70 to get into the standard iPad ecosystem. But Apple also eliminated the iPad Mini 2 today. So the Mini 2 was 299 And oh. so technically... The cheapest, the cheapest way to get into the whole iPad ecosystem was two ninety nine previously, and now it's three twenty nine. Gotcha. But the iPad Air, the iPad Mini two was so old, like I don't know, it was like four years old or something. So, so that's fine. Like, it's, get rid of that because that's fine. Um, I think it's interesting that they didn't do anything else with the iPad. So I was saying earlier, I thought it was kind of a boring update today. Yeah. Because it's not, you know, we have the iPad Pro. We have the iPad Pro 9.7. We have the iPad Pro 12.9. And iPad Pro 12.9 is about a year and a half old now. And the iPad Pro 9.7 is about a year old now. So I thought today we were going to get updates across the board. And instead, they only updated the entry level. So for a guy like me, I have the iPad Pro, so I don't. I'm not interested in this update. Do you think there's more to come here? Because we talked about this last week. They did not have a special event right. for this. 
they just kind of dumped the news as a regular old old fashioned press press announcement. release. Here it is. Um, there, there's some. There's definitely something more coming. I mean, obviously, but I mean um, in the short term, like before the holiday season, will, will we before see, the holiday season? Yeah, um, I would say by the holiday season. By the holiday so season. they have. I mean. They've never really launched a a brand new iOS feature on the iPad before. It's always iPhone first, and then the iPad gets it. And I'm wondering if that's what's going on, because the the rumor is that the next major iPad update, probably the iPad Pros, are going to have these bezel-less displays. And it would be odd of Apple to launch something like that on an iPad versus launching it on an iPhone first. So I'm, if I had to guess, we'll see the iPhone in September, like we normally do, and then October... There'll be another event for, I'm guessing, iPad Pros. And at that point, the 12.9-inch iPad will be two years old, and it's going to be time for an update anyway. And that's probably when we'll see that stuff. So Robert Scoble was on the show, on the, the main GeekWire show okay. a few weeks back. Uh, his theory is that when Apple opens its new campus coming up in the spring, they'll be do, they'll do some giant event on campus to mark the opening of the, the facility and also unveil their new augmented reality blended reality ipad clear are, are you buying into it because no. i know that's been the rumor all along <laughs> no okay what's the rumor that, that, that you know the, that iPad, going, the iphone's gonna be clear the iphone's gonna be clear he's the only, one, that's, the he's the only one that said so that he, he is the rumor he basically. made that rumor up <laughs> yes okay. he said here's what well he said i have it on good authority that this is what's going to happen but he's the only one that said that um my belief, personally, is that the next iPhone will be big with augmented reality, but it's not going to be a clear piece of hardware. It's going to be a bezel-less display, so the whole face or almost the whole face of the device will be display, and then you launch the camera app, which then all of a sudden makes it appear to be that oh. the device disappears because now you're looking through oh, the camera. That makes a lot of See, sense. See, that is what I'm expecting. Then you point, let's just say you point, uh, you're in New York City, you point your camera at the Empire State Building, and Siri will automatically recognize and put on its Empire State Building. 16-minute walk away. Tap here for directions. Click here for Wikipedia. like Stuff like that, where you just point at stuff and it recognizes it. That's my guess. I don't know. I don't have it on good authority, but I do have it on uh, good it's hypothesis an, it's educated, that it's not it's going to be guess. a clear... There's no clear battery. There's no clear... You know, camera module. There's no like all this stuff can't I, just be clear. I don't know how far he was going with that assertion. Whether he thought the entire thing was going to be clear, or if he meant just more the the bezel. But right, at any rate, right? Or if it's just a way to like get attention. If you say something <laughs> like that, people are going to like he, link to you and share your post. It, and he does have a book out. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Not so, happening though. Okay, no clear. Right. Um, they also updated the iPad Mini Four today. So we're looking at that back here. Here it correct? is. So the iPad Mini Four. Actually, this is my favorite iPad uh, size, but unfortunately, there's no iPad Mini Pro. So, you know, I like the best hardware, so I don't really use it that much anymore. But this device stays exactly the same. No hardware changes as far as speed or anything like that, except the capacity is now doubled. So now, for the same price, um, 16 gigabytes gone. Across the board, actually, all their products, no more 16 gigs. So now you can get it in 64 or 128 gigabytes. So, so what, that's is nice. that, what does that say to you about the state of Apple's cloud? Because the whole idea would be you shouldn't have to store as much on your device. You shouldn't need a 32 gig. You should be able to get away with a 16 gig and just use iCloud for the rest. I mean, does this sort of mark the... Stuff doesn't live on iCloud, yeah. though. Okay. iCloud backs up everything. Sure. And gives you a copy of stuff. But 
Like but isn't for me, the idea to move away from local storage and your your connection is so great that you well, don't have to worry about it? Yes, but you know, it's only been within the last month that uh, these phone carriers went to unlimited again. So if you're out and about all the time, like I work from home, I'm on Wi-Fi all the time. But if you're just out and about, you can't, you don't have the data to, oh, let me download this movie from my cloud and upload this to my, like, it's too right. much management. Understood. So you're going to be going over your over your budget and everything. Um I have a 256 gigabyte iPhone. I carry around a lot. I have a lot of videos on there, a lot of photos for all the work that I do. I would hate to be having to wait around for stuff to go up and down the cloud. Like I just want my stuff to be there immediately um, and not have to not have to wait. And plus, you know, the operating system. To, like if you have a 16 gigabyte phone, you really have like a, a 10 gigabyte phone because right. the operating system takes True. up stuff and apps take up stuff and so yeah so, but i derailed you there the main difference is in the ipad mini the new ipad mini 4 yes the increase in the storage for the same price and that's it. yes that yeah. is that is it so you can get the ipad mini 4 now at the same price as before but just more capacity so bottom line here on the ipads Big news, medium news. How, how do you wrap this one up? I think it's, well, I mean, you didn't give your opinion of this because you seem like you were pretty excited oh, about I, it. I love the idea that they're making the 9.7-inch iPad cheaper. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're talking about a $329 iPad, I mean, that's really, I tend to think of the iPad mini more in that range, right. really. And, uh, you know, the iPad mini that we run the show on with our Mevo camera, right. that's about how much we paid new, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. And so I, I think it's great that they're making it more affordable. And to me... That's more interesting than some, you know, souped up iPad Pro right. personally. Because if I want something along the lines of an iPad Pro, I'm going to use a computer. Sure, I, I, I want a powerful, cheap device. Okay, that that's where I am. And so, and yes, yeah, so for people like you who I think are more budget conscious or don't need the the fastest thing out there, and looking at an iPad as more of a utility device, that is where I think. It is a win because people haven't been updating their iPads. People buy iPads and they don't update them in the following year or even two years later because they're good enough now and they're expensive. And now for people who, have, who still use the iPad 2 or the iPad 3, which is years ago, now there's a brand new iPad that's much more powerful than what you have at a very, I think, affordable price. And I think that's who they're targeting with this. They want to get people to upgrade. But for the gadget hounds, the people on the high end. If you have an iPad Pro, there's no need to buy this thing. No. Okay. This is great. Well, I actually was much more excited by another Apple announcement that had really nothing to do with hardware. And we're going to talk about that coming up around the corner. You're listening Mm -hmm. to Geared Up on GeekWire, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We are talking this week about some of the latest news from Apple, hot off the presses. We just got done talking about the new iPad and Mm. the uh, sort of slightly revamped iPad mini. Yeah, just just, just storage. storage. Are you getting one? The question, I always ask you this. (laughs) Are you getting one? Because it seems like you get excited about stuff, but you don't actually buy it. Isn't that good, though? Isn't that like fiscally responsible? Yes. I'm getting my enjoyment of this. I'm getting all I need out of these devices right here talking to you Aren't you the founder of one of the (laughs) top technology web properties in the world? I'm no. just saying, like, <laughs> I, I to, am too, <laughs> but I buy these things. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. So, hey, not just hardware. It was software and apps. Right. Right. And, and there is more hardware to come, though. There, there so, is. So, a okay, new, a new app that Apple will be releasing in April is called Clips. Clips. What the hell is this? Clips is- What a, are they doing? Clips is essentially Apple's version of Snapchat Stories. 
So what you can do is you can take short video clips, stitch together photos, add what they're calling live titles, not live tiles. Live titles. Yeah, Microsoft had live tiles. Yes, they, they still do. Apple, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Apple has live titles. Okay. So, and the, the killer feature here is that you can speak into the phone mm-hmm. uh, when you press the button, hold the record. And what it does is it does automatic transcription, and then it adds those words to your clip, to your your Apple clip, okay, and it syncs them with your voice. And so you can say, I had a great time doing Geared Up today, or whatever. Right, right. (laughs) I wouldn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) And and it it basically adds it. So this is Apple moving into this whole social story. Well, kind of. You can, right. Well, you can share it on Apple Messages, you can share it on Facebook, Snapchat. I, actually, I don't know if it's Snapchat or not. You can share anything on Snapchat. Yeah. So you so can, you can you so basically, basically share it across social networks. It lets you create a clip of video that you can store on your phone and then share from your phone like any other clip of video. Exactly. Which means they're not necessarily competing with Snapchat because they don't host this you know, video. Well, to some extent they do because it's basically upgrading messages in some ways. Yes, but that's one-to-one right or one like in your group like there's it's not a social network where someone can follow me like snapchat and see all my snaps and all that but it gives you a way to create more interesting content than the built-in features of a snapchat or an instagram story or you know any of these myriad that's kind of cool i didn't realize it synced it to your voice yeah so so basically and you can add of course all the stickers and the you know emojis and all all that stuff so yeah, I to me are you this getting is interesting. Uh, well, this is free. Are you getting it though? <laughs> of course. Are you going to use it? So it's going to come out in April. It's going to come out in April. <laughs> right? Why? Why would that's weird? Like, why would you announce this? It's and not put like that's weird. I, I thought it was odd too. It was a very unusual strategy because usually companies would say, "Okay, let's get our iPad hit out today." You know, right. we'll, we'll get that news out today. Right. And then. Two weeks later, when this thing is actually on the market, we've got more news. We've got more news, right. and you get a whole other news cycle. And you can out get of it, it right now, which makes me think there's more going on here than we realize. With this, was this Apple clearing the decks? Was this Apple saying, you know what, we got a bunch of these sort of minor products in the mm. pipeline. Let's get them out the door. Just you know, right. take out the trash, Phil. Okay, you know, <laughs> Phil. Okay, so well, I mean, yes, because we know that WWDC is happening in June, right? So. Three months away, 90 days away, we're going to see iOS 11, Mac OS, whatever the new version is of that. Usually it's a, it's a software show, but man, I was hoping, like there's some stuff I was hoping for today that we didn't see. Obviously the iPads, we didn't see any new iMacs, that's what I was hoping for. Um, so maybe that'll come at WWDC. But yeah, you got to, I guess, clear the deck for, you know, WWDC is such a big event because iOS and Mac OS are two huge you know, pieces of news that they always do the same day. Um, and you don't want to have all this other stuff, like, mixed in there. But still, like this, like, you could have just announced the day that it was released. Yes. Hey, here's our new app. Go download it right now. I had a couple thoughts on that. First, I wondered if, apart from my conspiracy theory on there being much more, <laughs> I wondered if they learned something from the buildup to Super Mario Run and how that ah. app was announced really months right. in advance of the actual release. And so they got two kind of publicity bumps out. Yeah. Of it. I mean, this is all kind of inside media That's baseball. Yeah. But it, but ultimately it does impact how many people use the devices. True, um, true. So, or use the apps and use the products. Yes, and by the way, as an aside, Super Mario Run will be on Android by the end of this month. 
Oh, wow. Yes. So if okay. you're on Android, you've been waiting for Mario Run. It's coming. I believe it's March 29th. Question on this one. This does not seem like Apple at its best. Apple seems to be at its best when they are redefining a category. Okay. This seems like it's following the other folks with one unique feature, which is the voice synchronization yeah. and the transcription. But that is unique. It is unique. Um, but, you know, in some ways they have to lead, but in some ways you do have to follow. And here, you know, Apple devices aren't just for work. And they no longer are just for creation either, like professional creation. This is where the millennials are going and the teens yes. are going, right? So they want these kinds of experiences. And Apple is, here they are, providing that experience that that generation wants. And the other big tricky thing that Apple's dealing with here is, I mean, they depend on app makers like Snapchat and Facebook to mm -hmm. do a great job. This is the classic platform partner dilemma you know right. do you compete with the people who have made your platform a success or not right I mean, microsoft right. dealt with this everybody deals yeah. with this if they have a platform apple doesn't care they just <laughs> we think we want to make something we're gonna That's make right. it i yeah. think what's the phrase this is going way back i think the it, they actually turned this into a verb sherlocked oh yeah where, yeah it was the apple search feature and uh, I'm trying to remember all the details. Was, yes. I think it was on the original Mac. Okay. And, and uh, they I do recall this. Put a third party developer out of business in a lot of ways. And, well. and it was the, through Sherlock. So. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, that, so that is Clips. That's Clips. Who out there is downloading Clips? Who's excited about Clips? What is the what announcement today from Apple were you most excited by? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, if you're listening. It seems like yeah. this is yours. Yeah, no, I, I, I like this one, yeah. If you're listening on the podcast, you should tune in when we have our Facebook Live and YouTube Live yes. sessions. We, we give you a little behind-the-scenes look. We, we do it generally earlier in the week on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Right. You can follow. Best way to do it is probably to follow GeekWire on Facebook or uh, Gear Live Andrew Edwards on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. You can watch the videos, behind the scenes and everything. Yeah, exactly. Give us your opinion. Nobody's really weighing in yet on clips. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. You know so that, that means. so that's clips. Um, one other piece of news. A couple other pieces of news. Oh, and the GIF is working back here. Are, oh, are you a GIF or a GIF guy, Andrew? Um, I think I say GIF. Yeah, GIF. I is am that okay? Too. Yeah. All oh, right. I, I prefer it. Let's just make geared up a GIF. Right. It's not geared up. Right. <laughs> it's geared up. There's a G. It's a hard G. It's geared up. So this is the Apple Watch. The but... new Apple Watch bands. Yes. That's what we're seeing. So so Apple tries to make the Apple Watch an accessory, and every season, or I guess it's every fall and every spring, they will revamp the line of bands that they offer. So they did that uh, today, so you can see a bunch of different new bands in the nylon, um, in the sport, in the leather band, and also for the first time, the Nike Apple Watch bands are available for purchase separately from buying the Nike Apple Watch. So that's number one. Number two, also interesting, Apple now only sells the Apple Watch with three band choices. So before, you can buy the Apple Watch with all sorts of different bands. Your choice. Uh, right. Not your choice exactly, but they had a bunch of different models of Apple Watch colors, like the watch itself, and then different bands to go along with those. Um, now, you can only buy an Apple Watch with a sport band, a leather band, or a Milanese loop. If you want any other band... You have to buy the band separately. So you can't say, I'm going to go in and buy the Apple Watch with the Metal Link band. You can't do that anymore. They used to do that. Now, no more. How's the Apple Watch doing? 
Do you it's feel the like- best-selling smartwatch out there. Right. So, I mean, but that's a relative true statement. True, but I mean, it's it was hard. It's it was hard to get for the lat like in Q4. It was sold out everywhere. Whether you went to the Apple Store, whether you went to Best Buy, and it was gone. So I think it's doing pretty well. Um, that's not to say it's you know because they don't break out that number, so they don't tell us on the quarterly call. Here's how many Apple Watches we sold, like they do for iPad right. and all that. Um, so we don't know. We don't have an exact number, but it seems like it's doing pretty well because it's always hard to find. And again, it is the best-selling smartwatch out there. Like you said, that's a relative term, just like the iPad is the best-selling tablet. Um, but, I mean, I think it's doing it's doing pretty well. Yeah, okay. All right, we're going to say farewell now to the radio audience. We've got more to talk about, though. We'll be right back on GeekWire. Welcome back. You're listening to Geared Up. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We're talking about all the Apple news this week, and Andrew's also got some Look special this. bonus content coming some up cool stuff. for you Xbox One users out there, and, and also the, the new MacBook Pro folks. So stick around for that. we got a little bit more to talk about here, but first... Wrapping up the Apple news. Yeah. What the heck is this thing? It's a red phone. That's the product red. Yes. Product red, Apple, iPhone 7, and iPhone 7 Plus, um, which I think is great. So Apple's had a partnership with product red for, I don't know, over a decade now, where they will sell red versions of accessories and some devices like iPods. And the portion of the sale goes to the product red foundation, which helps fight AIDS. And so this is going to be, I mean, this is the biggest product red device they've ever oh, really? released. Because, I mean, it's an iPhone. Yeah. So the closest they've had actually on my iPhone right here, that is a product red Apple case. Oh. So a portion of the sale of that case, which I think was 50 bucks, you know, I think $5 went, you know, towards the product red foundation. This is an iPhone, though. People love iPhones. It's their best. Obviously, Apple is the iPhone plus everything else. Like, it's their best selling product by far, makes them the most money by far. People love new iPhones, whether it's a brand new model or a brand new color. And it's every year when they release a new color, whether it was rose gold or regular gold or jet black, those are the fastest selling ones because mm-hmm. they're new. So I think this is going to do, you know, it's going to sell a lot. And it's also interesting that they're releasing a mid-cycle new color. Yeah. Just like the, like the iPad and the iPhone SE and all that, there's nothing changed internally here. It's not faster, no better cameras. It's just a new color. But, you know, truth be told, it's going to sell a lot. I'm going to pick one up on Friday. I'm going to replace my Jet Black with this. And um, I'm sure there are going to be a lot of other people buying this. So are you going to put a case on this beautiful red device? No, I'm not. So aren't you going to worry about it breaking? No. Listen, I never use a case, okay? Well, Right. Now, I'm about to explain this. So on my iPhone 7 Plus, and Michael Ware might be watching this. He's someone who follows me who always comments whenever I do a video. He sees this case on my phone, right? (laughs) Because... Everybody knows I'm not a case guy, but I, what happened was I got the jet black iPhone 7 Plus, and it is so prone to scratches that I'm, like, fearful of taking it out of the case. So I put it in this case, and I leave the case on, and I hate the case every day just because I don't like the bulk of a case. Like, I like having the svelte. You have a case. Yeah, you I, I, I love my case. You have case. a screen protector on there, too. Like, I don't do either of that. I don't do any of that stuff. You know how many times I've dropped this thing? No. Lots. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't drop my phone. I've only dropped uh, an iPhone to where there was damage one time in the 2007 to today period, um, where I actually like dropped it and was like, oh my God, like this is messed up. But uh, yeah, I don't drop my phones that much. So, but I'm, I don't want to scratch it. I love the OtterBox case, by the way. 
They, they, no, no I, so bulky. I'll give them a plug. It's so bulky. Come on, that's not bulky. It's just, How is that bulky? It's bulk. No, it's not. You've Come got on, a you got this. a screen protector on there messing up the oleophobic coating. The what? The oleophobic coating that you have on there. (laughs) Like coating. Coating. Yes, it's coated with a layer of oleophobic spray. And the friction is just right on the... Like I, I don't know. So I don't I don't like I just don't you're like putting external purist. stuff. You're such a damn purist. I don't like putting Andrew. external stuff on my iPhone, but I've had to do it with this jet black one. And now they're freeing me. So I'm gonna go get this. I'm gonna get rid of the jet black. I'm gonna do a video on this, obviously. Of course. It's not gonna be I mean, you can't really rev- I've already reviewed the iPhone seven plus, so it's really gonna be more of a hey, let's take a look at the color or whatever. But you know, um I'm excited about this. And I always try to buy product red devices. Do you know how much of the sale goes to product red I to the red. I think it's ten percent. Okay. Do I'm they jack up positive. the price? No. So are you making the donation or is Apple? No, Apple does. Okay. Same price, same. So if whether you buy a product red okay. iPhone or jet black or whatever other color, same price, but a portion goes to the product red foundation. I think it's a great charity. I try to support it uh, anywhere I can, especially if I'm buying if I'm buying a product and it's offered in product red. I'm just going to buy that one. It's the exact same product, and I know I'm helping out. You know, find a cure for AIDS. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's cool. Now, what do you think of this, though? First of all, I, I are you on iPhone? You're not on iPhone Seven, are you? I'm on an iPhone Success Plus. Okay. So, are you gonna? I'm not. No, I think here? this product, Red Device, AIDS research, fantastic, yes. great. To me, this is more evidence that they're dumping the minor news today. <laughs> <laughs> so, do, do, do you, what do you think? So, if you were buying an iPhone Seven or Seven Plus, if you were buying one, would you pick this color, or do you think it doesn't look good? <laughs> That's that's such a loaded question. You just said you were going to get it. How can I? No, say I don't it? care. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> you, you don't care what I think. No, I mean it's not going to affect me. I'm not going to be offended. I'm just curious if you think it looks good or not. I do think it looks it looks very beautiful. So it's something you would consider. I don't think I'd get it for myself. Okay. So are you more of just like a plain black? Yeah. Give me give me give me something super understated. So like, you like the black? I want to be able to sit okay. at the bar and not have some guy come up to me and go, God, that's a. You know, or you know, like, you know, that's a good looking my phone. Okay. What is that? <laughs> wow. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Uh, that's probably the wrong anecdote to but, share. But. Yeah, that's a weird. I don't, has that ever happened to you? Wow. No, it's never happened. It's never happened. <laughs> because you always buy the black one. That's, why, that's right. right? That's you true. picture everybody else like people noticing their iPhones. Yeah. Um, I, definitely bring this in when you get it. Would you please? Of course. I mean, obviously, I bring my phone everywhere I go. Um, the other iPhone news is they also updated the iPhone SE today. So the iPhone SE is the Five is it five? No, four inch. It's the four inch iPhone, yes. so it's the same form factor as the iPhone five and five S. It has the iPhone six internals in the iPhone five S body. So it's the iPhone SE. It was released last year. They updated it today, similar to the iPad, where there's no hardware updates other than it is now sixty four gigabyte and one hundred twenty eight mm-hmm. instead of sixteen and sixty four. I think it was sixteen and thirty two. Um, no, 16 and 64. So now it's 64 and 128. So 16 gigabyte iOS devices are gone across the board, iPhone or iPad. Same pricing. So if you want a fast, small iPhone that fits in the palm of your hand, you can use one-handed. The iPhone SE is that. And today it's cheaper at a larger capacity. Monica Nicholsberg on our team loves her iPhone SE. Really? Yeah, can't can't say enough about it. Yeah, I can't I can't do it. Yeah, too small. So, I mean, it used to be where like you know when I had the iPhone back then and Android was having all these huge devices come out. I was like, I can never use that. And now, Apple's iPhone Seven Plus is like the biggest 
device because Android's been losing the bezels for a while now. So you can get you can actually get Android devices. We talked about it last time. The LG G6 has a bigger display and a smaller body than the iPhone 7 Plus. So yeah, I need I need Apple to get rid of these bezels. Yeah. All right, we've got a couple other items to talk about. You've got them here on the, on the table Yeah, in front some, of you. some people were asking last time about, um, I don't know if it was last time or the time before, we talked about video games, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, and people were asking about running out of storage space. So with the Nintendo Switch, um, which only ships with 32 gigabytes of storage and gives you, I think, 26 gigabytes usable after the operating system and everything is taken into account, you can put in a micro SD card there. I brought in a couple last time. I use SanDisk. They've been around forever. They're great. I have a, uh, I think, 128 gigabyte card or 200 gigabyte card in my Nintendo Switch. For Xbox, I brought in, th- so first of all, there's this. This is the Xbox Game Drive by Seagate. So Seagate makes this. Podcast listeners, I'm holding in my hand the Seagate Game Drive for Xbox. So Seagate worked with Microsoft on this drive. I don't know what that means other than the look of it because it's Xbox branded yes. and it's green. But, I mean, inside it's just a hard drive. But it's 4 gigabytes. It's USB 3.0 speeds. So you plug this into your Xbox One or Xbox 360, and you can store up to 4 gigabytes, four terabytes sorry, 4 terabytes of games wow. on this, and they'll, they'll just run right off of here. Now, uh, the PlayStation also just released an update, I believe, last week that now allows you to do the same thing there. And there's nothing special about this that makes it Xbox only. So you can buy one of these and plug it into your PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 4 Pro and, again, store four terabytes of games on here and play them right off the drive. And, you know, so if you run out of space on your actual device, you can use that. Now, if you want to load faster, there's this. This is the Xbox game drive for Xbox SSD. So this is a 512-gigabyte external hard drive. Again, same as this other one, but instead of being massive storage, 4 terabytes with a spinning hard drive, this is an SSD drive, and this lets you store 512 gigabytes of games and have them load super fast. So again, USB 3, but SSD speeds, so your your loading times will be cut down greatly. And I actually use that with uh, one of my favorite titles, Fallout, some of the load times were getting up to like 40 seconds as you progress through the game, which is you know ridiculous. Like you open a door and you have to wait 40 seconds to do the next thing you want to do. I switched to this and it chopped it down to about 17 seconds. Wow. So Xbox Game Drive for SSD. I'll leave links in the description. If you're watching on YouTube, just check down there if you want to pick any of this up. By the way, there's a debate. You're getting fact-checked in the YouTube comments. Who's fact-checking me? What happened? They're saying the red phone does cost more. The product red phone does cost more. How much does it cost? Okay, here, wait. What what do they think it is? What do they think think the price is? Because I can tell you the price off the top of my head. Edwin Soto mentions, by the way, while we're fact-checking that, Edwin Soto says it's reported that Apple has raised more than $65 million for red since 2006. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, Wait, what? How you much, don't seem how impressed. Much, how much cash does Apple have on hand? But, well, <laughs> I mean, Apple's not in business to give all their cash to Product Red, but Apple is devoting resources to developing Product Red products, and they're giving $65 million is a lot of money. So that's cool. So Edwin is saying, uh, we need to look this up, $749 for Red, $649 for regular. That's So let me, so let me clarify yes. what people are missing. The Product Red iPhones. Oh, they're not up here anymore. Yeah, we can put it the product red iPhones are similar to the jet black iPhones where they are not available in 64 gigabytes. So the 64 gigabyte iPhones start at 650 
and 769 for iPhone 7 or iPhone 7 Plus. 128 is where it gets up to 750. So for $750, if you get a 128 gigabyte black, red, jet black, silver, gold, or rose gold iPhone, they will all be 750 or 829 if you want the 7 Plus. So 750 is the comparable price here. Yes, 750 yep. for the same. So you just can't get these in 64 gigabytes. So the 650 doesn't exist for this or the Jet Black. But for the comparable price of 128 or 256, they cost exactly the same. So it doesn't cost any more. They're just not available in the cheapest configuration. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Anything else you want to show us here? Yeah, this right here, man. This is the best. Okay, look. This is the hyperdrive. So for people who aren't seeing this, it's the same exact color as your new MacBook Pro, which is right. sitting over there. So I have the Space Gray and MacBook Pro. And it's basically like a little strip. It's a strip. So it's what you have on here is two USB-C connectors. So you plug it in, and they're spaced appropriately to plug right in. So you plug it into your MacBook Pro like so. Right? So that's it. It's in. And then all along the hyperdrive, you've got all these different ports. So you have a full-size HDMI. You have one Thunderbolt port, Thunderbolt 3. You have one USB-C, USB 3.1 speeds. You have a micro SD. You have a regular SD. And you have two USB 3.0 ports as well. So basically... That, that looks like what's built into my MacBook. Bro. Right. So <laughs> in, in one... Well, you don't have Thunderbolt 3. Well, don't you dare try to say you have Thunderbolt <laughs> no, 3. No, I don't have Thunderbolt 3. But basically... That's the same functionality that I actually have right. in so, the MacBook Pro sold three years yes. ago. So for people who buy the new MacBook Pro... When they upgrade to the new MacBook Pro to get back to what they had three years ago, they've got to buy well, this extra thing. If you Well, <laughs> you don't have to. You can buy the dongles that go in here. True. But this just gives you one, one device that plugs in, and everything here is through, you, through Thunderbolt 3, though. So it's all, it's, you know, it's all fast. It, it transfers power and everything. Um, and there's more on here than what you like. There's a micro SD. Like no MacBook has ever shipped with micro SD. So this is on Indiegogo. No, not anymore. So it was on Indiegogo. It was seventy nine bucks, and Got now it. it's actually just selling. So you can actually just buy one of these seventy nine dollars. Um, so it's for, called a hyperdrive. It's called the hyperdrive. It's the Thunderbolt USB C hub for the MacBook Pro. And if you have a MacBook Pro, one of the new ones that only have the Thunderbolt ports. It is a nice thing to have in your bag. I guess my point is, doesn't this speak to the kind of the, the misstep that Apple made by shifting away from all these ports? I don't think so because, you know, Apple also sold, after they got rid of the CD drive, they sell an external, even still to today, they sell an external DVD drive that if you want to buy one, if you need a DVD drive for your Mac, they sell one. Um, if you need, you know, there was a time where they got rid of the floppy, where they got rid of, you know, they were the first one to put regular USB on their computers. And I think what they're saying is a lot of stuff you don't really need. And it's not like I'd keep this, I don't keep this plugged in all the time. Okay. I only bust it out when I absolutely need one of these ports, which is rare. And the one that I probably would need the most as someone who does video is the SD card right. slot. But now the cameras that I have, so the new, um, the new GoPro and the new Panasonic GH5 that we talked about a few weeks ago, all these cameras are now shipping with a USB-C built in. So now you just plug in a USB-C into the camera, and then you plug the other end right into the Mac. Can I tell you what I want? What do you want? I want a DSLR that supports AirDrop. You know what I'm talking about? You <laughs> I know, know what, what you're talking, talking about. about? <laughs> now, see, that you would buy. Absolutely. That you would buy. I want stuff that actually solves my problems. Okay. Is that, is that an issue? A DSLR... <laughs> 
that has airdrop, AirDrop built, built in. in. Now, does it have to be AirDrop or can it just be Wi-Fi transfer? I don't. Th- so I've tried those iFi cards. I've yeah. tried them, and they work great in you know a sterile office environment. Fantastic. Where I need them is at events yep. where I'm snapping pictures. We're live blogging. I need to snap a picture and have it go in. And I made them. This. You ready for a rant? Uh oh. I made Here the mistake go. of buying a Sony Alpha model. When was this? DSLR four years ago. Okay. I loved the lens. As I, you know, it looked great, shoots great video, good stuff from Sony. But it was one of the models that does not support tethering. And the mm. benefit of tethering is not only that you can control your DSLR from your computer yes, if you're doing very a nice. high-end photo shoot, but the the photos can come in over essentially right. USB right. to your to and that's so that's a way of doing the live mm-hmm. blog and, and effect, effectively wired what I want to do wirelessly. Yes. So, but what I want, wouldn't it be great? You snap a picture, you hit a button, and it shows up in your, just wirelessly, it shows up in your downloads. Yes, probably. yes. But some, so some cameras, high-end DSLRs, for example, the one I used was the Panasonic G7. I'm switching over to the Panasonic G5. They have an app, the Panasonic Image app, that allows me to control my camera, what you were just talking about, tethered, but wirelessly. And then as I take photos, it can import them right into my camera roll. It's okay. not using AirDrop. But it will use its own app, its oh, really? own communication, and just pull them right into your into your camera roll your on, camera your roll, on your compute, device on your your phone or your your iOS device, whether it's your tablet device. or your phone. Yeah. See, I want them on a computer. Okay, they might do it on a computer too, okay. but I just I just use my iPad for that kind of stuff. Okay, so before before know. we before we end here, I, I just want to resolve the product red. Debate. Okay, Edwin Soto says Andrew is correct. Yeah. All right. See you next I know what week, I'm everybody. About. Uh, that was us dropping the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're talking. We're talking about tech here. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard it's... to stump me. I'm just Ooh. saying. I'm just saying. Oh, this is what I, I do careful. every day. This is what I do every day. All right. That's another episode of Geared Up. Until next time, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. Talk to you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash gearlive and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.